And we're doing it. And we're there. Oh, look at that. You did it. You did the cowboy background. I found it. <laughs> um, look at them. They're two best them. friends and they're happy. And they're definitely not fucking. <laughs> no. Why would you even say that? Spelulator, it's a podcast, it's a podcast, spooky podcast. Spelulator, it's a podcast, not a religion bashing podcast. Spelulator, it's a podcast, it's a podcast, spooky podcast. Spelulator, it's a podcast, and it's time to start the podcast. Hey, welcome to Spelulator. This is a podcast. Welcome. This is a podcast where two friends with eerily similar religious backgrounds find the humor in our current differences or something like that. I'm one of your hosts, Felicia. And I'm the other one, Ben. Do you like how I remembered to do an intro this time? Yes, that was super cool. I mean, it was Thanks. also pretty punk rock of us to just not have one last time. <laughs> punk rock is a really interesting way to phrase unprepared. <laughs> that's That's how I've gotten by most of my life. That's fair. Um, so I believe at the top, just to start off, you let me know you had a bit of a hamster update. Oh boy, <laughs> do I got a hamster size soapbox to stand on. So that box <laughs> is a hamster fucking size coffin. <laughs> hamster size shoe box. More yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I gave everyone the update that I impulse bought a hamster and named him Sturgill, which is a very country ass name. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he died actually like a week and a half later <laughs> was it, it was in so a tragic sad. well okay was did you just you walked in one day and he was dead in the cage or was it like a stepped on kind of thing nope nope not a stepped on kind of thing i've done a lot of hamster research so i knew that he should be in his enclosure but mm-hmm. this f- enclosure that i purchased that they said was all the space your hamster needs was tiny actually oh and so I think literally what happened was he just at one point curled up. He literally dug himself into his bedding and he just curled up and died. And the <laughs> only way we found out that he was dead was because like we noticed that he just wasn't getting the food anymore. So he was probably dead for like three days. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so he just curled up and he was literally, we pulled up, we pulled up, we found where he was. He was just like halfway in the bedding, but we gave him a proper burial. We gave him like a grave little headstand as well. And then immediately bought a new hamster. <laughs> and which is currently still alive, right? This hamster is thriving. We invested okay. in actually enough space. This hamster okay. is loving life. His Love name's that. Clint Eastwood. And oh. he's a, uh, he's, he's a little, he's dope. It's pretty relevant. Really? Yes, I actually thought so too. I was like, yeah. wow, what a what a coinkadink time. Yeah. Well, I am um sorry slash happy for you. <laughs> yes, yes. It was uh, sad. I just want to let everyone know that when you go to a pet store and they have everything to own a hamster, that's just to get your money. Yeah, I think it's, that's true. They sold they sold you a defective hamster. <laughs> They, they, the whole thing, dude. But now I'm a hamster expert. I want to let everyone know if you have any That's hamster great. questions, let me know. I feel like hamster is one of the only pets where you kind of expect that there's going to be a tragic death story like earlier than there should be for sure. Yeah. Um, 
And you know, I'm glad you got that out of the way. And now Clint Eastwood can live his best life. Yeah, dude. Sturgill curled up in a ball and died so Clint Eastwood <laughs> could run on a wheel. <laughs> oh, Clint, is, Clint Eastwood is so lucky. And hey, speaking of Clint Eastwood, uh, we're ta- what are we talking about today, Benny? We're talking about the wild one second, actually. Oh. Oh, oh, we got a cowboy hat. <laughs> that's yeah a little inconvenient for the headphones yeah so this is why cowboys never podcasted their hats were too oh big. is that why okay yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yes we're talking about the wild wild west i brought out my boot knife and everything wow a knife on a podcast that's good media yep uh, but mm-hmm. we're talking about country and mainly the nerdy side of country, which is Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> yeah, because it's most of our experience with Westerns. Uh, I guess oh. to, to kick it off, well, what, like, what's your, I don't know, I want to ask like something broad, but I feel like it's going to launch into discussion immediately. Uh, what's your, I guess, experience or feelings about the Western genre? I, I'm a, I'm kind of a fan. I sort of grew up with like classic Westerns Oh, were kind of my shit. Do you know the show Bonanza? I do. Yes. Little Joe, your little Joe was my hero growing up. (laughs) I didn't watch a lot of Bonanza, but I did hear that song a lot. Yes. Well, so that was kind of like my first introduction into like cowboys are cool as shit. Okay. And then Red Dead was where, like, I returned to me in adulthood. And Does that who, make sense? Um, who got you into Red Dead? <laughs> Only Sean David. Wow. You did. That's, that's crazy. You're so was, cool, dude. It was kind of like I reminded you of your childhood and brought all those happy memories back. Yes, yes, that is true. I look, I when I met you, I was like, why does she remind me of the show Bonanza? <laughs> I don't know if I something want about that. her reminds me of dun, 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 dun. I don't know why. There's just a <laughs> I don't love that, but I I feel like it's appropriate. Yes. Um okay, so started with the love for the genre as a child, mm-hmm. kind of lost touch and then got back into it. Yes, okay. yes. I went became a city slicker for a while, but don't worry, guys. I'm back. <laughs> country Ben is back. What about you, though? What is your, like, country? What is, is Red Dead kind of it, or were you ever into anything else in the Western world? So I, I don't, there are two things that I can think of that got me into Westerns, and I'm honestly not sure which one came first, but I think it was Red Dead. I never played the original, but a friend of mine was like, I don't care if you don't like westerns it's like a big open world rpg and the main character is amazing so you're, you're gonna love it regardless and i played it and i was like huh, i think i actually really like westerns now um but the other thing is our friend jesse and i went on a val kilmer movie watch spree where he just pretty much watched everything with val kilmer in it and it started with the movie tombstone about wider but doc holiday so that i think was another launching pad mm-hmm. um because i know like my my parents really loved clint eastwood movies when i was growing up 
But I think that style never really appealed to me, at least not at the time. The but I feel like westerns. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't a huge Clint Eastwood fan. <laughs> Sorry. And he um, hasn't aged well. Let's be very clear. No. A lot of Clint Eastwood's current ideas maybe aren't little, great. Maybe a little problematic. Um, a little. little bit. But, you know, this is a different time. <laughs> yeah, there's a new Clint Eastwood in town, and he's my hamster, and he's never said anything bad. That we know of. Well, he does whisper it to me, and I laugh really hard. <laughs> Well, I think that's a whole other issue. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me if I answer. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I guess my experience is more recent than yours, but I think once I dove into Red Dead, I was like, I kind of want to watch more stuff in this genre now. I I like it. Yeah. Um. What, so Tombstone was the kicking off point, but have you done like modern, the modern adaptations of Westerns, the old adaptations of Westerns? Do you have like an opinion? Have you spanned the genre? Uh, not a lot. There's a, there's a show that's kind of in the genre that I really like called Hell on Wheels. And it's about like uh, the railroad industry <laughs> and everyone's wow. a cowboy. Um, what's that? What's that on? I don't know. It, it was it's an AMC show and I think mm -hmm. it got taken off of streaming services unless you have like Roku. Um oh. if you ask Jesse, it's bad show, <laughs> but I love it. Thank you for giving it thank you. I, I understand now. It's, I actually understand completely now. Okay, <laughs> no, it's literally because the villain of the show is like super over the top and Jesse was like, I fucking hate this guy, and it's insane that he's not dead yet. <laughs> uh <laughs> But yeah, so I watched that. Uh, I'm trying to think of other examples, and I guess I don't have a, a ton of Western experience. Surprisingly, there aren't a lot of like modern horror movies, or modern movies being made that are Westerns, but there are some indie horror Westerns that have come out lately-ish. Indie um, horror Westerns? Yeah. So like indie horror movies that are set in the wild west and that sounds awesome yeah but the thing is it's also indie horror so it's like you know it's a gamble whether it's going to be awful or yeah. okay or a student project that's gone too far yes but like i really like that it's still around i guess even if it's mm. just in a super niche way but other than that i can't really think of any like modern westerns can you uh, Clint e not Clint Eastwood, uh, Tarantino has, uh, The Hateful Eight. Oh, okay, yeah. That one, that one's pretty good. I like The Hateful Eight. Um, and then Netflix had one that came out, um, uh, what was that? I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was like a modern Western. It, it followed a lot of, you know. Oh, there's also. The Django also, also. Yeah, and then the big one now that everyone loves is Yellowstone. Oh, yeah, the country so I think I oh, I kind of hate it. I kind of really? hate it. I think it's like it's like one of those shows that are like um you know, do you ever watch Grey's Anatomy? No. But I know what okay. you're talking about. <laughs> it's one of those. It's a Grey's yeah. Anatomy. It's a soap like, opera. 
it's tricking Midwesterners into watching a soap opera opera because yeah. they would never watch one otherwise. Well, okay, that's that's kind of an interesting distinction because Yellowstone, while it may be like set in the West, isn't necessarily a Western. Like there are, I guess, modern day cowboys, but it's not the same kind of genre. Spaghetti Western to me, the spaghetti Westerns to me are what define what a Western is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't and know that you can really have like a, mo- a a Western set in modern day. I don't think that exists. I think you can have new movies coming out that are Westerns, but they would have to be set then. <laughs> yes, yes. You have to you have to go back to capture it because part of, I think that honestly, it's part of what makes Red Dead such a fun game is like mm-hmm. that cowboy atmosphere really did only exist at one time in history because of the time it was never meant to continue but this idea of the cowboy and the mythicism of the cowboy of like just out on the road on his horse and shit (laughs) like that and like the shootouts and what right right and like train robberies and saloons (laughs) like it was in a time where like you could do that like you could actually just go commit crimes and go 15 miles and no one would know who you are you could go challenge someone to a duel and it would be totally (laughs) chill the whole town would come out and watch (laughs) yeah they'd be like oh hell yeah i guess you could argue that the first season of westworld is kind of a modern western but only because it's fake and made for tourists (laughs) I, I got through only the first season of Westworld. Yeah, me too. But, <laughs> <laughs> that's another one that I was like, this is a soap opera. This is a soap opera that's gaslighting me right now. It gets that's so, what... it gets too complicated and I couldn't. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who's, but... You're a robot? Everyone's a robot? Okay, chill. <laughs> but you, wait, wait, you all still have sex with each other? What the oh, fuck? Oh, everyone's fucking on I just I, I I couldn't get behind it and I was like this was just a cool idea gone too far yeah but to that point I think that is the only I think that's the only other time period you could set a western in is in like post-apocalyptic movies Ooh. Aaron Wasteland movies that's kind of sick where yeah I don't know that I've seen a post-apocalyptic western I want that it it would be the it would be sick. Like think yeah. of like Mad Max, but everyone has On revolvers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horses <laughs> and they're fighting for water and like yeah. it's the whole shit. I love that. Let's make zombie it. western. Oh man, dude. We just, we're starting a we're, we're starting a franchise right now, dude. <laughs> uh, we are getting into we're gonna reinvent the genre after this podcast. <laughs> um what so what is your I guess favorite western piece of media Hmm. okay that is actually tough because i want it for the podcast i almost want to just say red dead because <laughs> that is up there yeah but the django to me is probably the django is my favorite tarantino movie okay and i think that and i know it's called django i love saying the django, <laughs> the django. so much it pisses so much. people off but I think that is like the the greatest. Uh, I, I think that's my favorite like adaptation of the genre. Okay, I'm kind of surprised because I expected you to name like a Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> I mean, you have to get past a certain level of corniness with yeah. the old westerns. That, oh, totally. Like, 
that like I almost it's not that I can't but like it's tough for me it's like there's an asterisk by all of them because of what you can experience now I mean essentially they're all the same you know there's going to be like the the hero and there's going to be the like black hat villain and they're going to have like a shootout it's like (laughs) it's like picking your best iphone it's like it's the one that it's the most (laughs) recent one that i have that's my favorite one (laughs) (laughs) i like it um if so i guess not to dive right into red dead but this is kind of a common theme in different westerns is that it's just like it's kind of compelling that morality is not on it's not like black and white it's a spectrum right so you've got Mm -hmm. like total bad guy to completely honorable which i don't know necessarily exists (laughs) in this genre but like you know it's it's compelling because your heroes are flawed like they're anti-heroes kind of because they are absolutely doing crime, <laughs> yes. but you're still rooting for them. Like they're doing crime, but they're doing it in a way that hurts the least amount of people. <laughs> yes. And and they have that excuse of like, uh, that was the time. Yeah. You know, and it, and it was the time. It was the time of crime. There was never right. a better time for crime. And that's kind of what makes the setting for Red Dead Redemption kind of interesting is it because it's like, you're coming out of the age of outlaws a little bit like that gang is one of the few remaining gangs Mm -hmm. and they're being cracked down on more by the law because they're trying to kind of get rid of (laughs) those cowboys uh so i create a better life for themselves right i realized that i did no actual like historical research i have no idea like time periods like how long did the age of outlaws last uh you know we all know like names like billy the kid and wyatt earp but like i don't know any actual histories about those people i i listened to a podcast on billy the kid and i mean what's what's difficult about all of those stories i think is that you go back and it's really tough to retell them because Mm -hmm. it was like kind of at a time where stories were a telephone game it was what the newspaper posted and so like you historically look back on these figures and a lot of times their lives are of just like complicated alcoholics on horses (laughs) who had a temper but like gain notoriety in the same way someone can gain notoriety on tiktok you know just because someone posted an article about them or they robbed a bank. It's like, it was just a wild time. They were the original influencers as I'm thinking. Oh, through, okay. I See, I was going with land pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I also like land pirates. Yeah, I think that it's the similar concept. It's like romanticized because they're the outlaws who like kind of made their own way. They, they don't answer to any boss. You know, they're mm-hmm. not, obviously not like, uh i wouldn't look up to these people per se you you don't necessarily want to endorse murder but uh (laughs) aspect like the grit and the toughness though right the idea of like getting off the grid and like making your own wealth uh screw the man like it's the same it's the same thing that makes the notion of piracy romantic Uh, so I think that's, yeah, (laughs) I think that's also why it appeals to me. I think if, if you're someone who's like really into the, the renegade 
yes. the anti-hero like it's it's easy to get into that genre and honestly i think that's why i mean if you look at westerns and not and we're going to go into red dead but i just <laughs> the the western genre Mm-hmm. how they were kind of like the original Marvel Marvel movies in a sense, you know, yeah. everything's the same, but they just get put out into the world and they had their time to like really show like a cool light to people of like, everyone's flawed. No one's perfect. There isn't a good guy who gets everything right all the time. You know, it's like a cool message. I think that is very captivating and shows mm-hmm. why it kind of pushed the film industry into something that could create Marvel movies one day. You, it's, you root for the sexy one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's, and that's where we've come. You know, they were right. We all just turned a bunch of sissy city slickers. Okay. And you know, the one wearing the dark colors is evil. <laughs> oh boy. And he talks like this. So, you know, Oh yeah. Bad. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a question. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on horses? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've ridden horses in the town I grew up. I used to get up in the mornings every now and then. And with a guy in our, in the church, I would go out a couple times, probably like 10 <laughs> times in my life. And okay. I would go out. We, he taught me how to like rope and shit. Like I rode horses and whatnot. Uh, it was fun. I like horses. I do think, and this kind of is a trend in this podcast where we say something that's cool. And then we're like, but I think that sometimes the people who really like horses <laughs> They get under my skin real bad. Yeah, you don't. You're not a horse girl. Uh, I think I've gone <laughs> into my horse girl, her horse girl tangent on this podcast before. I think you might have. Yeah, uh, the, probably the, during the, the dating. dating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I don't. I, I, I tough. I actually, funny enough, I might be going on a date with her horse girl because I'm like, okay, Ben, <laughs> you're 25. I think it's time to stop. It's a horse girl. Time. Hey, my, <laughs> my wife, I say it's horse girl time. Oh, no. Uh, well, good luck with that. I guess I can't wait but, to hear the stories from that date. So those are, but yes, I, I, I'll, I'll let you know if she brings a horse. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but no, I. That is kind of like my thoughts on horses. I guess in general, it's just like I do think horses as animals are cool, but modern day uh just put my horse on instagram people i'm not i think sometimes they go too far what are your thoughts okay so i think horses are beautiful and majestic i don't like the idea of riding them i don't trust them i think they're shifty and i think they have every right to be because of all the shit we've done to horses (laughs) throughout history like riding them into war uh so i don't trust them I like looking at them. I don't want to touch one. <laughs> really? Yeah. You don't want to nothing. I think I'm sure I have. I know I've ridden horses in my life, but more usually at like the county fair, they had horse rides or some shit and they just kind of like someone walks you around in a circle and then you're done. Uh, I don't, I've never ridden a horse like out in the wilderness. Uh, it's not for me. You've never taken a horse down to the river? No. I feel like the God talk through the trees. I just feel like it's cruel to sit on an animal and expect it to take you somewhere. And you can be like, no, no, they like it all you want. And that just sounds like a lie. 
I don't think they like it. I guess I, I think I just grew up with around so many country people that I'm like, yeah, but like sometimes you need a horse. You just gotta be on a horse. You don't know why. But Do you? Just you? Maybe once upon a time, but we have like tractors and cars and scooters and fucking I whatever. It's almost like a cultural thing. Cause like yeah. I would go to these brandings. There's this farm I would work oh, on no. over the summers for cows. You got to brand oh. your cows. <laughs> I can't, I, I don't know if we should, I should finish this story. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't oh. think you're going to like it. I don't think you're going to like it. I'm I, not, it was such but a continue. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I went to it. It was the thing they did every year. And the thing about this farm that I worked on is like their cattle branding. They did it the old fashioned way, which is you roped the cattle, you team them in, held it down. You snipped its balls. You fucking branded it. You gave it its shots. You gave it all the antibiotics it needed, and you sent it down to shoot. And so like, I got to sit there and watch and like the whole, there was like a bunch of families, like five different families, all in these like farms come together everyone's drinking beer having food all the like cowboys of the group are out on horses roping cattle the little kids rope calves for fun like it's like a cultural just like agricultural experience that sounds like a nightmare benjamin i, I hate I, that a lot <laughs> well, uh, I, 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 if i if i got the invitation i'd go back it was a it was a hell of a time dude i told this story on uh two idiots talking over stuff my podcast with our friend jesse um Mm -hmm. but this past weekend my family was in town and uh we went to my brother who is like two towns over in a pretty rural area and he was like oh i gotta take you to this local butcher shop it's so cool they have all these different like meats and blah 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 so we we drive there and it's in the middle of like fuck nowhere just plain farmland and we pull up and there's a pasture I know, I know the shop you're talking about right now there's actually. a pasture full of cows right <laughs> behind the butcher shop and i was like oh no <laughs> that's how you get it though that's like the precious that's that's good me right there I and I like logically I know that that's probably the most humane way to do it because they're like really well taken care of but it's so awful at the Just pulling up I like you know there is something in me that's like does anyone have a pair of pliers I'm going to go fuck up that fence uh, let them all escape let Bessie yes, escape escape onto the road to be killed <laughs> Dude, um that yeah. is what dude I, have you ever heard of someone hitting a cow instead of like a deer no but i'm sure yeah i'm gonna say, <laughs> i'm sure the car <laughs> they, they, doesn't they, survive that's why that. you've never heard of it yeah um oh. so i guess all that's to say that i probably wouldn't survive cowboy times because you would have to hunt shit and i can't do that yeah you gotta hunt shit that you gotta live <laughs> on the lamb you know you think you could do that um yeah, probably definitely. Yeah. No, I, I'm not. I, it's funny because I had this realization actually um, recently where I was like, I thought I, I didn't realize I was like country because of how I grew up, like in this small town. Because I yeah. lived in the city. I didn't live on a farm. I lived in McCook, the town. And 
I didn't have like the farmer strength or like all that shit. I just would go help out on summers if like for as like a job. You just went cow roping for fun. Yeah, but I get out here in like the city or talk to someone like you from LA. And like, I'm like, yeah, but like, I wasn't, I wasn't on the horses roping them because I don't know how. So obviously I'm not a cowboy. So I just watched being there is like, oh, you saw that happen. Yeah. It's wild. (laughs) I kind of just assume like anyone from the Midwest could just uproot and become a cowboy if needed. Honestly, (laughs) if the Midwest seceded, like everyone could just pitch tents and we'd all just tell campfire stories. I feel like. That sounds fun for like a, a day or two, <laughs> and then I'm good. Then someone's gonna fuck someone's wife because that's how yeah. the Midwest relationships oh, always sure. get all twisted up. Someone fucks someone's <laughs> wife, and then everyone's like, "Fuck you, dude." So okay, um, if you were, I guess this is pivoting a little bit into Red Dead, but just thematically, if you were a cowboy, where do you think you would fall on like the villain to honorable scale? You know you're going to have to answer this question as well, correct? Yeah. And have you already thought of your answer? Well, okay, based on my experience playing video games and not being able to even choose the mean choice because I feel too bad, I don't think that I would be much of a villain. I think that my any kind of crime spree I might go on would be like, you know, freeing cattle from being eaten or like petty theft from a convenience store. The sport. vegan cowboy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I could kill some birds probably, but I don't think I could do a cow. Sorry, Frankie. <laughs> Sorry, Frankie. Um, yeah, it wouldn't, I, I don't know. I would die probably because I wouldn't eat any wild game. <laughs> I, would, I would love to see the Western, but it's you as the main character. And it's just the whole time you're like, stop it. Guys, what is, what's going on around here? Don't you guys you know make this is me, hurting people? You want to raise cattle and then eat those cattle? Like, no. That's oh, not going to oh. work for me. What? It was still in this century that we were in the Revolutionary War? That's wild. <laughs> well, I guess that also raises the point that as a woman, I don't think my odds of doing well as an outlaw would have been quite as great. Although, you know, I love reading stories about women who were gunslingers and they were named shit like Awful Annie and they were known for their shot. Yeah. (laughs) But their whole thing was just like they robbed someplace with their husband. So. They needed his permission back then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't skirt the question. What's your answer? I think... I think I would fall, I think I'm mostly good, but I don't think it's one or the other. I think, yeah, like, I actually scale. just, a good example would be, like, I just started Red Dead, and there's that first part of the game, if anyone goes and plays it, where you choose to spare someone's life or kill them, mm. and it's someone who just attacked you, and mm-hmm. so I immediately just killed that. Is it the I dude that you rescue from, like, over the cliff? No, no, it's like okay. they they shoot up a house and then he goes and checks the barn and Arthur gets jumped and he. Oh yeah, I would up. kill that guy. Yeah. See, I'll <laughs> kill those motherfuckers all day long. And every now and then, if I think the bad answer, even though I know it's bad, is funnier, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, I guess 
So here's what's interesting about that is that I have far less guilt when it comes to like exacting justice on a person. <laughs> so I feel like that would, okay, I might be doing some shoot 'em ups because yeah. if someone is attacking me, I'm not going to be like, I'll do the right thing and let you go. Yeah. 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 Okay. So okay. you're finding your inner my honor, <laughs> my honor just went down a little bit. That would be sick if like we had that we could always check that, you know, yeah. there's an app on our so, phone that we could check our honor level just in line. Yeah. So for those of you who, ha who have not played a Red Dead Redemption 2, throughout the game, you have like an honor meter and you can max it out and get like the better ending or you can min it out and be just an awful person. But uh, it's not the best judge because like you can regain honor just by walking around going howdy how, how are you howdy partner <laughs> and felicia told me this hack when i was like i remember when i was playing through the game first i was like i think i fucked up my honor is this gonna screw up my ending and you were like go say howdy to people you said that <laughs> and i was like I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't, I've never once been like, I hope I could say hi to people. <laughs> okay, but also uh, by the same token, in that game, they put the like interact and the kick button in like the same place. So like, there's so many times when you're trying to help someone and do something honorable, but you accidentally just kick them nowhere and that's the life of being a cowboy that's being, <laughs> your honor it, it, goes down so they had to put that hack in there where you can just walk around going hey partner <laughs> nice to see you <laughs> it, and that's not far off from what living in a small town is like just walking around downtown how's it going yeah, hey how are you it'd be like if if they think you're a dick but then you go out and you're like hey how's it going hey hey what's up i think they would be like no he's really friendly actually they're like he did shoot everyone <laughs> but then he said howdy to 40 people he did that's an kick honorable my horse, guy but <laughs> And also, just to let everyone know, I, I never did go around and say howdy. I tried it once, got bored, and then went and shot more people. Well, it's not like something you just do continuously. It's just like, oh shit, I did something I didn't mean to do, and my honor went down. I got to get it back up a little bit. Yeah, but I'm kind of like, sometimes I'm like, you know what? Oh, you're just a just... badass. You're just a renegade. Yeah, sometimes I just got to go shoot shoot a place <laughs> up. I got to go to the gun store, shoot up the gun store, go to the store store, shoot up the store store. But see, now, I like, in Red Dead, there are missions where you have to rob trains. Please don't clip that, me saying that isolated, ever. Okay, noted. Just me saying that go down. shoot up the store store, okay? Just writing right. that down. Um. <laughs> So yeah, sometimes in Red Dead, it makes you do shit like rob trains, but it doesn't make your honor go down unless you like go up to the individual passengers and shake them down for their belongings. So I could mm. never do that. <laughs> you, get, you get so much money from doing it, dude. I know, but I could never do that. Your honor goes down. <laughs> you would be a good person. You would be a good cowboy. You would. I would be a good be cowboy a... unless somebody wronged me, I think. 
I think if they put you back in the Western times, it would basically just be like, you'd be Batman. You'd be a Western <laughs> Batman. I wouldn't live long enough to do anything of significance. Hey, uh, believe in yourself. Look at uh-huh. the whiskey tin half full. Mm-hmm. The spittoon half full. Ding. <laughs> uh, I think that's most of like what I had written down as far as general questions go, uh, do you want to dive a little bit into Red Dead and what makes it special? Oh, yes. I, I, my experience with Red Dead, it's one of those games that hit like magic level for me. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's a couple Zelda, God of War, Ragnarok, and now Red and Red Dead are the three games that like, I was like, this was an experience top to bottom. I enjoyed through and through. Those are solid. Yes. And um, I, I will. Yeah, yeah. What, what, oh, I was just thinking of my magic level games. Red Dead definitely hit that for me. Like Last of Us, Bioshock Infinite, kind of on that level for me. I always like turn it over. Play Last of Us. You do. Have you been? This is a tangent. Have you been watching Last of Us? Yeah. You have? Yeah. I don't believe you. I have. I watched the first two episodes. Whoa. What do you think? And I liked it. I really Whoa. liked it. Whoa. We'll talk about that off screen maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, I'm proud of you. Uh, so, yeah. Sorry. I interrupted you, though. You were talking about oh. how it's a God-tier oh, game. It's, it's a God-tier game because it is like uh, the closest you can feel to being a cowboy. I think they they <laughs> made it so accurate in like, like we just talked about, we just talked about almost ad nauseum, the like honor rating, you know? <laughs> right. But like that honor rating is like, literally you can go around very much like Grand Theft Auto and just be like, I want to be the cowboy that's shoots everyone up and is awful and mean, but like maybe someone, you know, you, you look at the kid and go, Hey kid, don't end up like me, you know? And everyone's <laughs> like, he has a heart, you know? Well, I think or you the, can be the good guy. Yeah. I think the reason, like part of the reason that I couldn't ever play the game as a total villain is because I don't think that's who Arthur is. Arthur yeah. is the main character of Red Dead Redemption 2. Arthur oh. Morgan. Okay, this brings up, I have a question for you then. Yeah. So when you're playing Red Dead, you don't feel like you're Arthur. You feel like you're just playing out Arthur's story. <laughs> okay, I have, a, I have a thing to bring up, uh, which you're going to, I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, because this is an argument slash discussion I've had with Jesse and Steve and many others. Um, so when I'm playing a video game, generally like a third person game with a protagonist similar to Arthur. So generally a man who is like a good, a very good person or like they're flawed, but you know, you can see the good in them. Um, They become my sons is what I call them. And many has already Holy died. shit. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, Felicia. What? <laughs> okay. So this is, I've tried, I've had to explain myself so many times when I tell people that. 
Uh, for me, it's like just a term of endearment about like someone you feel like you have to take care of because for people like Arthur, you know, you're, it's a third person game. So you're, you're seeing your character. You're not like seeing through their eyes. So it's less like I am Arthur and more like I am Arthur's guardian. I am walking him through life. I'm taking, I'm taking him to go get a nice bath and a new outfit and haircut. That's my son. I love this. I want you to know that I, I hope you never change, first and foremost. I hope that never goes away from your personality. I hope never one day you wake up and go, I think I should work on that. Because you shouldn't. It's good just the way it is. But here's the thing. I, I it's that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I like, I'm, I don't think I could ever view it that way, but I am almost <laughs> jealous of that experience because that makes him more real to you. I think Arthur's yes. more real to you than he is to me, you know? <laughs> Does that make sense? It's my <laughs> I think, okay, part of the reason that I had such a hard time justifying that to Jesse and Steve is because they assume it's a sexual thing. <laughs> And it's not. That's my boy. I have to take care of him. I have to feed him cans of beans. I have to make sure he gets his seven hours of sleep every night. I have to cut his beard when it gets too long. That's my boy. Yeah, you uh, got to. I mean, think of the kind of mother you'd be if you didn't. <laughs> and uh, I don't like children. So if I'm going to be a mother, it should be to... 40 to 50 year old video game <laughs> you're like i won't i i'll be a mom on one condition mm -hmm. it's kind of like cowboy it's kind of like when you're the mom friend and your whole thing is you just like take care of your group of friends and make sure they have enough snacks and make sure you know they're on schedule and yes. know where they're going it's that but for <laughs> fictional people you found a way to cut out the people in that yeah. scenario yeah <laughs> Remember when you said don't change, though? I just want you to. Hey, I, I get to talk to you an hour a week. You know, that's it. A... I mean, an hour, like sometimes, you know, two, three weeks, month or two, who knows? So you're saying don't change because you don't have to deal with it. Yeah, basically don't change because if I have to, oh man, if I had to talk to you every day. Whew. I get it. I get it. Yeah, no. Um, uh, I, I don't do even remember. I got so sidetracked. I, I'm, I've thought through it. I did. I've gotten past the initial wave of you saying my sons. <laughs> that was a hard pill to swallow at first. Uh, I think that honestly, maybe don't lead with that when you're explaining <laughs> it to people. It might help a ton. Um, I don't think but, I led with it. We uh, this. It's what like I can't 45 wait minutes for you in. To be listening back to this. I, I didn't lead with it. Wait. Talking for so long. <laughs> You went, I, because I asked you the question. I said, uh, no, I know. Yeah. I'm just going to let you listen to it in the editing. No, you asked me basically what Arthur is to me. If I view myself as Arthur, I don't view myself as Arthur. I view him as an extension of myself, AKA my child. You said, so I, I've gotten a lot of shit from this, from Steve and Jesse, <laughs> but, but this is a safe space. I view Arthur as zone. my son. 
my son. Obviously not literally. <laughs> I didn't birth this man. <laughs> I just feel a... You paid 60 bucks for him. I did pay 60 bucks for him. I just feel like it's my job to protect him. So no, and, well, I've taken and him under thing. my wing. We got sidetracked and I was trying to, I'm trying to be on your side on this because <laughs> after that initial son, like what I got past that, it like hit me that like, I do think it may, it lets you enjoy the game on a deeper level than I do, which in my mind is why those are god tier games is because that's what makes them so good is you get so immersed in that world. i mean i didn't go into the game you know with no experience being like so i'm adopting this man it like became that you know like once you, you learn more labor yeah once you learn more about the character and your water breaks <laughs> you... <laughs> no you're making this grosser than it needs to be this you is your go, fault you had to go into labor uh -huh. work yeah earn money to eventually yeah. produce i had to rob trains life. i had to shoot people and my son was born you're sounding more and more like a wild west like origin story yeah um anyway uh, <laughs> yeah i i view arthur as a, a dude totally independent and on his own <laughs> Okay, but that, I guess, so you asked me if I saw, like, myself as Arthur when I'm playing in a game. Do you see that, or is it just, like, you're controlling a character? I I, I, I definitely see myself as Arthur while I'm playing. I'm okay. imagining me doing all the things he's doing in, like, the cool cinematic bang, bang, bang. Okay, see, that that's just, like, an interesting perspective change because yeah usually when i play I don't, I don't even know that i see that when i'm first person i usually don't think like this is me in this scenario it's more like i'm watching this story through this character's point of view but it's still very much just that character yeah i think I, I like I like video games that do it do that for me in the sense that like then I get to it feels like I'm looking around and like stumbling on the story myself. Mm. And yeah. that feeling is what makes that game so like cool is like it does feel like I just am stumbling from town to town on this Wild West adventure, you know? Right. And then you yeah. look around, you're like, holy shit, a side quest of cattle rustling. I get to be a cattle rustler? <laughs> Hell yeah. Just like real life. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that makes it like really special in its own way because you get to like live vicariously through these characters. Whereas mm. I'm just like, my precious boy, I must protect you. you uh, I, and yeah. spoiler alert, you really can't. You can't. <laughs> you can only protect someone from bullets, not tuberculosis. <laughs> Spoiler! Spoiler! Spoiler alert for a game that's been out for like movie. five years. You spoiled this. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I think that it kind of encapsulates. I think if you haven't played Red Dead, I think you should. If you enjoy yes. kind of the open world video games. Mm -hmm. But I, I do think it, it is just such a. I don't know. It, it accomplished the same thing that the Western movies did, like we talked about, like those that genre, which was like showing just the absurdity of that world. Yeah. In 
they successfully translated that to a video game. Yeah, there's so much to do beyond just the main story of the game that kind of is like more immersive. There's a lot of like hunting missions you can do. Um, There's a lot of like, there are legendary animals in the world and you can craft things from their pelts if you successfully complete Mm -hmm. that mission but you can also be like a man in the woods who can yeah who can manufacture it but you can also just like chill out and fish or treasure hunt or ride horses and name like you can have i think four horses at a time and you can name them whatever you want and Mm -hmm. my favorite thing was just coming up with horse names (laughs) same for me oh i love my horse names what were yours too so uh my horse names were puns and i tried to incorporate famous authors but make it horse themed so there was horseman melville edgar allen oh edgar equal no equine Allen poe that's good uh let's see there was one where like i knew towards the end of the game that my horse was gonna get shot out from under me somebody warned me so they were like use a horse you don't love so i did and i named it murder most foal like a baby horse Hmm. so basically a lot of horse puns (laughs) You, you went, I went a different route. Okay, what was your route? Uh, so in any video game, when they have no censorship of anything, uh, <laughs> I normally name everything with some version of the word cunt. <laughs> I thought you were just going to name them different swear words. This is fuck. This is shit. <laughs> no, uh-uh. Everything has, it's, it's, there was Sir Cunt. There was uh, Cuntosaurus. There was, I think I tried to do like <laughs> a French my one. horse Cuntosaurus. <laughs> there was like, uh, there was like. Uh, That's kind of wild because it did censor me when I tried. So uh, I was trying to name one of my horses. Ah, oh, fuck. What was it? Oh, so I was trying to name it Alfred Horsecock and it wouldn't let me use cock. But it let you use cunt. I you have to get sometimes you have to get like funky with it. But if you can get cunt into the name, I think you you've beaten the video game on a on a on a <laughs> on a like a robot level. Oh, fun! Yeah, yeah, you cheated the game. You broke into the matrix. Yeah, but yeah, that so they all had something in there like that. <laughs> that's great, and truly, that's what Red Dead is all about. <laughs> Yeah, dude. If you can't name your your horse uh, a version of the word cunt, are you even? Uh, yeah, a cowboy? what's the point? Even is it even a rock star game? Uh, which like leads me to believe, or like wonder, you know, did everyone in the Wild West just name their horses shit like Betsy, or did they have crazy names like this is gun? Do you think they named every horse? horse. I feel like there were cowboys who had their like trusty horse their trusty steed i will yeah. only i'll only ride black magic into battle <laughs> black magic you get laughed out of the saloon talking like that unless you're a complete badass and nobody would dare laugh at you and then you that can name true. your horse you whatever can, you want you can name your horse sissy pants magoo and everyone be like oh shit there goes one-eyed billy on sissy pants magoo 
<laughs> you better not let him hear you giggle. Who's laughing at my horse's name? <laughs> I ought to kick you square in the teeth. Oh, Dude, I, I don't know. I actually, though, I wonder, I bet you they didn't name every horse. That's a weird thing because I feel like Probably every not. horse now is named. But like, we don't, I don't name my car, you know? Yeah, but your car isn't sentient. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's not like they were treating them like they were sentient back then either. So I guess it depends because like, you know, if you're a criminal and you're just like gonna go steal a new horse if your horse dies, then sure, why bother naming them? But like, if if you're purchasing these, horses were never cheap. So I'm sure you try to take care of your horse. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like a horse thief was like a big deal back then. Yeah, sure. If you were a horse thief, that was whew, no That's good. a hanging crime. Yes. Whole town watch laugh at you, too. Whole town. But I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I, uh, at one point I saw there, uh, I don't know why that made me think of this, but I did watch a YouTube video at one point that was a, someone had found a recording of a talk show in like 90, like around, like right when it just started coming out and there was someone who was alive at the same time as Billy the Kid, like Ooh. had lived long enough from when Billy the Kid was around to when there was cameras around and there was a recorded interview of someone in Billy the Kid's gang. Oh, I don't know if he was in the gang. I I have to watch the video again, but well, you could you, say you he was and no it. one's going to stop him. <laughs> exactly. It, uh, there was part of me while I was watching. I was like, this was also the time where like a bunch of people would be like, you know what we can do? We just get some guy here. Say he was in Billy the Kid's yeah. gang. And totally. when, what America's going to what not believe the TV. That will never happen. <laughs> no. Nah. Um, any, anything else about Red Dead specifically? I, I'm kind of, I don't know. I, I think, I, I think I encapsulated my thoughts on it pretty well. I think, okay. I think that is. Then, I, I, uh, before we move on, I have a, a Red Dead related video for you that I have ooh. acquired. Um, let's see. Can you still see my screen? Yes. Okay. Now, this is, let's see, how do I introduce this without giving it away? Uh, this is something that I stumbled across after playing Red Dead, and I was like, I wonder if this exists, and it did. And um, so you are one of three, no, sorry, you're one of four of my immediate circle of friends that loves Red Dead. So I have sent this to all of them. So just know that as well. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, hey there, folks. How y'all doing? Yeah, that's right. Hannah, Alex, Kelsey, and Benny. This is a special cameo message for you four. Do you know why? Well, of course you don't know why yet. I haven't said, hold your horses. Jesus. Ah, but in all seriousness, there's a whole bunch of reasons for this, and I'll get to them in a minute. But first and foremost, it's because you're all right. <laughs> and I insist that you all have a fantastic 2023. Yeah, that's right. Insist. Because you four are a fish. 
actually awesome. Now I know what you're thinking. How the hell did they get Arthur so good looking in real life? And what is he doing on my device? Well, Hannah, Alex, Chelsea, and Benny can't really get into that. It ain't appropriate. But your buddy, <laughs> Felicia Shimbari, she wanted me to shout out to you fellers and just pass on my good wishes. Thanks a lot for picking me, guys. I hope you like the message. I still can't believe I'm talking into my phone. The game's been out over four years. And it's still going strong. And that's all because of you, Lot. I worked on it for five years. Can you believe that? <laughs> Anyways, thanks a lot. Hope you liked the message. Outlaws for life. I'll catch you later, Dan. Keep on loving each other. Keep on loving Red, Red Dead. What the fuck? All right. You better run and don't look back now, okay? Take care, guys. Happy 10 seconds in, I was like, and I, saw your face. I saw your face change from what is this to oh my god. <laughs> Holy, that's like the guy, that's the voice actor? Yeah, that's Arthur Morgan. Does he, I, was his, I, I have questions, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please. Was his cameo popping? No, so I, I genuinely don't know what made this pop into my mind, but I was like, I wonder if Roger Clark is on Cameo. And I looked him up and sure enough, he was. And then I was like, okay, this is not the cheapest. So if I'm going to do this, how do I like maximize <laughs> the experience? So that's why I included everyone I know who loves Red Dead. This is like the greatest gift. I'll send it to you. <laughs> so, but yeah, he, so it was like, um, when I went to his page, it was like, oh, he's super responsive, usually gets back to you within 24 hours. And I guess the cameo policy is that if you don't get a message within seven days, like it puts a hold on your credit card. Mm -hmm. And then if it doesn't get fulfilled in that seven days, it just takes the hold off. You don't get charged and it gets canceled. So I'm like waiting and waiting and seven days passes and the hold was taken off my card. And I was like, fuck, I guess he didn't see it. Like it's been too mm -hmm. long since Red Dead came out. He's probably just not checking Cameo. And then the very next morning I woke up to that message. I, he gave, he like broke character. It was like, holy shit. Yeah. For a second there. All I said, I think all I said in the request was like, um, you know, me and my friends names <laughs> love red dead arthur is super beloved to us so if you could just say like a generic hello to all of them that'd be great <laughs> and he just ran with it oh it was so cool <laughs> it, 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 i i i can't holy shit was he irish does he have an irish i don't accent? know uh, did I you kind of no hear like he had some sort of accent when he anyways 
That was fantastic. (laughs) That was fantastic. I was so worried that you were going to be like, it's a cameo. (laughs) No, the second I put it together, I can't, because I got to see what his house looked like. That was also wild. (laughs) That's Arthur Morgan's house. I know. And he wears a, he wears a quarter zip. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was fucking great. I thought it was like also so like sweet and wholesome that he was kind of like I can't believe that I'm still doing this after like four years of the game being out and was like genuinely happy about it (laughs) like that's so nice it has to be in his world he like picked up his phone one day he was like holy shit yeah (laughs) this amount of money all right (laughs) and I so I sent that to my close how much (laughs) after I'll tell you after. Okay, <laughs> I mean, okay. anyone can go look it up, but for all you know, the price changed. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'd sent this to my friends, Alex and Kelsey, and when Kelsey was playing it for the first time, she, like me, often got the, the kick button confused with other interact buttons and accidentally end up, like, kicking or shooting a dog. <laughs> and she was like... I'm glad you didn't tell him that I did that. And I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, it, I could have spent the whole cameo message just writing you specifically out. You're a good friend for not. That yeah. would be really funny if halfway through and was it like, would be and listen, <laughs> I can't believe you made me kick that dog. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Holy I'm glad shit. I that's why I wanted to we were originally going to do a different theme this week and I got the cameo and then I was like hey can we real quick change to a different theme and before we were trying to figure out how to get it going and I was like uh-huh. just send it to me just send me the link I, know. The I was like no I'll, I'll do that when it gets started. <laughs> holy shit oh, well I mean I don't I don't have anything better than that <laughs> I don't either talk about I feel like Arthur Arthur settled Arthur went ahead and Arthur Morgan closed out our show yeah and what a fucking delight what a you delight follow me on Instagram at Benny Putts <laughs> on Twitter at Benny underscore Putts and you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Felice three and, and uh, uh spell you later yeah, spell you later. Uh, giddy you up and also, yeehaw. Yeehaw, partner. You can also find oh. us at spell you later PC on Twitter. Yes. Uh, yeehaw, giddy up. You're all right, girl. <laughs> Wee woo. Benny had never seen hocus pocus. Morgan trick a treating on Halloween. Felicia uses crystals to focus. Energy radiating off the moonbeams. Their parents were afraid of the devil. Had them follow very strict routines. Now their parents are getting punished for stifling childhood curiosities. Spell you later, it's a podcast, it's a podcast, spooky podcast. Spell you later, it's a podcast, not a religion bashing podcast. Spell you later, it's a podcast, it's a podcast, spooky podcast. Spell you later, it's a podcast, and it's time to start the podcast.